0: Hello, uh, yeah, uh, this is Femmoir.
1: Yeah, we know about all the main ways people get around in this crazy world, but let's talk about all the other ways people can go from point A to point B. You know, like, you can rollerblade, you can ice skate, you can jet ski, You can surfboard, you can hop around, you can bicycle, you can wakeboard, roller, derby, bear, crawl, undulate, you can segue, you can ride horseback, you can dog sled, you can high knees, you can Zumba, you can skateboard, you can wheelchair, walk, stilt, ballet, piggyback, so many ways of getting around, go suit. Slow or faster than the speed of sound In some places you can find a rickshaw Though it's scary if your driver's drunk And you're way too close to oncoming traffic But you're in Vietnam So it's hard to communicate That he needs to pay better attention to where he's going But he's clearly not listening And all you can do is breathe and pray And when it comes time to pay You just laugh and walk away You can water ski You can slalom You can three-legged race You can slip and slide You can moonwalk you can square dance. You can Charleston, twist and shout, hokey pokey, electric slide. You can unicycle. You can tricycle. You can 50-yard dash. You can jiggity jig. You can teleport. You can imaginate. You can beeline, trapeze, rope, juggernaut. You can freestyle. You can motocross. You can trot around. You can limousine. You can motorcycle. You can twist it. You can trampoline, ski, jump, jetpack, hang glide. You get the idea here. So many ways to go. Even though I made some up, I know that you know that there's tons of them. So get creative and get going. No, seriously, get out of my face. This song is done. It was done a while ago, but I just kept going to the beat because it felt right. Now I feel stuck saying stupid things, so I'm gonna stop like right now. After this line, I'm in that one, now I'm more stuck. Oh shit, I got myself in a loop and I can't get out. Someone cue the fade out, cue the fade out, let's fade out. Can we please fade out, fade out, fade out, is that so much? Fade out, asking someone to fade out, let's fade out, we're gonna fade out. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, friends. We got another doozy of a podcast episode for you here. It's me, Brianna, your Femmoire friend, and I am glad you're listening. So glad you're listening. So grateful that you're listening. I don't know if you're listening because you found the RSS feed on Femmoire.com or because you subscribed for free on iTunes or because you like Stitcher Smart Radio and found it there or if you found it on All Top, or if you found it on the Comedy Podcast Network. I don't know, friends, how you're listening to this, but I do know that I just found a really clever way to plug all the different ways that you can listen to this podcast by asking you those questions, which I, of course, can't find out the answer to because this conversation is and has always been a one-sided one. But friends, hey, that's fine. That's the way the podcast works. And this podcast episode is a very fun one. The theme is planes, trains, and automobiles. And yeah, there is an amazing movie that this uh, podcast theme is named after inspired by i don't know no real part of the movie is ever referenced but it was a great movie and i highly suggest you watch it sometime but don't watch it until you've listened to this podcast episode which you're about to do when we return to it right now enjoy this episode of the podcast presents planes trains and automobiles And now, a word from our fake sponsor. sponsor.
0: We buy clunkers, and now so can you. That's right, folks. Come on down to Shady Joe's used car lot, where you can take your pick from the freshest and funkiest clunkers in all of Los Angeles. Why would you want to buy a crappy car in a city filled with Bentleys and Maseratis, you might be asking yourself? Well, because this city is filled with Bentleys and Maseratis. Have you ever been driving down a narrow road, and a car comes up opposite you, and they don't seem to want to move over? Well, if you're in one of Shady Joe's certified clunkers, you're going to know that the car has a hell of a lot more to lose than your piece of shit vehicle, so you get to own the road. They're not going to get anywhere near you. Rear-ended by an impatient idiot who is not paying attention while driving? Who cares? Your bumper's about to fall off anyway. What difference does a small scratch make? Save time and money by not giving a shit. Sick of spending hours looking for a parking space. Well, with Shady Joe's certified clunkers, you don't ever have to worry about parking ever again. Park your car wherever you want, and if it gets towed, as it likely will, you can just buy another. Picking up a car from an impound can cost as much as $500. $500! For $500, you can buy three piece-of-shit cars from me, Shady Joe, and my famous used car lot. So stop being intimidated by all the nice cars that you see around you and fight back once and for all by being this scariest type of citizen one that doesn't give a buy a crappy car today and experience the freedom of not giving a i'm shady joe and i hope to see you at my used car lot very soon
1: I've had lots of adventures on public buses all over the country, and one of the most memorable was when I was living in Chicago. I was riding a bus back to my neighborhood, and the driver seemed like she was in a pretty foul mood from the start, which is very common in Chicago, so I thought nothing of it. Her mood became an issue, though, when someone tried to board the bus and gave her some sort of attitude that she didn't like. And after we were stopped for an unusually long period of time, I realized that there was a serious argument going on between the bus driver and this passenger who had entered with an attitude. Now, I have no idea what the argument was about, but the driver started screaming at the passenger who was giving her lots of attitude back and started screaming back. And again, this even was not uncommon on a Chicago bus. But what happened next was so the bus driver put the bus in park and started screaming, No, I ain't gonna do this. I am not moving this bus as long as this asshole's on board. No, no, and immediately gets off the bus and starts screaming at the passenger from the sidewalk. Now, everyone else on the bus, not involved in the fight, we were all looking at each other for cues on, like, what to do. And nobody knew what to do, so we all just sat there. And even the guy who started the fight wasn't really sure what to do at this point, so he also just sat down. And after a few minutes, the bus driver got back on the bus and called some supervisor while still screaming, like, I'm not moving this bus! I refuse to move this bus! You can't make me move this bus! And I didn't want to sit on the bus while the supervisor attempted to calm her down or tell her all the reasons that she actually had an obligation to move these passengers. But it was like a 30 or 40 minute walk from my home at that point. And it was the middle of winter, so I didn't have much choice but just to sit and wait on this bus. Plus, it was late at night and this bus route had odd hours, so it would be like 20 minutes at least if I was lucky before I could catch the next bus. So all of the passengers, myself included, just sat and waited and we just Waited and the woman screamed, and the jerk got quiet. And eventually, she yelled back at him, and her supervisors had something on the phone, and then she yelled at him. And then we sat in almost dead silence for like 20 minutes. And then eventually, she just looked out the window, started up the bus, and started driving again. She had no warning, she had no explanation, we had no idea what had changed, but she just continued on. She, of course, drove like a maniac, and I was terrified for the people in cars around us who had to dodge this big, pissed-off bus driver, but I eventually got to my stop and got home, and that may have been the day I began thinking of places to live outside of Chicago. This off my chest. I put humanity to the test and I'm often disappointed. Sure, folks drive their cars like dicks and that can make you feel bad, but remember every jerk who cuts you off in traffic is a human who deserves your love and patience even when you don't want to give it to them because they're total assholes. Does it matter? Be the bigger person in that scenario. Take a breath and think about how great it is to be alive. We are only given this gift for a short time. Why waste any of this precious gift by worrying about what others do? Turn up your tunes or call your mom. Whatever you do, stay calm. Enjoy the fact that you can drive and go wherever you want. What's the hurry? Life's too short to spend it all in road rage. Just be careful and make sure you don't forget to pay. Pay attention otherwise you go too fast and lose control of everything then you turn into the asshole who feels the need to drive dumb then the cycle just repeats endlessly until there's a crash so don't drive like an ass sorry had to get that off my chest when i was younger and still gave a shit about pleasing people i once spent an entire plane ride talking to a man who said he was the son of a diplomat from ghana I was very excited at the time because I wanted to do a semester in Ghana. After the plane ride, I decided not to study abroad in Ghana that year, partially for personal reasons and partially because I didn't want to run into that guy again or his father. Turn left on Olympic Boulevard. Keep right on Olympic Boulevard. There is a gigantic asshole in the far left lane. Keep right to avoid him. In 500 feet, turn left on Fairfax Avenue. As you turn on Fairfax Avenue, you will need to wait at the light since there is no signal. Do not turn when the light is yellow as there will be a dickwad who will run the light. Wait until the signal is red to finish making your turn. Now that you are on Fairfax Avenue, you will take this street for one mile. Be sure to stay in the far left lane. The right lane will be filled with a bunch of assholes stopping for no reason and others who speed by in the turn-only lanes only to later cut off drivers at the last minute. Drive on Fairfax Avenue until Hollywood Boulevard. Turn left on Hollywood Boulevard. Beware of the drugged-out psychopaths who like to dance in the middle of the street where you are driving. Your destination will be on the right. There is free parking down the next three streets but there are also lots of crazy people who will follow you to and from your car there is a five dollar cash lot behind the right aid on the left where you will feel a little safer turn left into the parking lot as you exit your vehicle be sure to hide me from sight there are plenty of down and out people in hollywood who will happily break your car windows for this gps in the hopes of getting a quick $50 to spend on their next drug fix. You have reached your destination. Please be sure all doors are locked as you exit the vehicle and don't forget to run.
0: Hey, wanna hear the
1: most annoying sound in the world? My best friend is a jet pilot, and because she's my best friend, she tries to make me feel better about my life choice of acting by saying, I could never do what you do. And I like to remind her that if we were actually to switch places for one day in our lives, only one of us would end up dead.
0: Ladies and gentlemen from the flight deck, this is your captain speaking. The co-pilot and I are happy to be serving you on this fine morning. We're looking at a smooth ride here from Philly to Houston. Maybe a few bumps over the Rockies, but I'll be sure to let you know before those hit. We'll get you safe and sound to Houston right on time,
1: and maybe a little bit sooner. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, from the flight crew, my name is Linda, and I'll be serving as one of your flight attendants this morning. While everyone else in the crew has slept well, myself and the other attendants are pulling all-nighters, so we're looking at a relatively rough flight this morning. We'll start out as smoothly as we can, but please be aware that as our patience begins to wane towards the middle of hour two, we will get more and more snarky and snap at you. If you do not finish your drinks by the time we come around to collect the cups, we will throw out all the extra liquid out of spite, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Uh, hey ladies and gentlemen, I'm the chatty dude in seat 7B. I'll be serving as the role of the most obnoxious person on the plane ride today, and last night, I stayed out too late uh, drinking away my sadness while looking for superficial connection at a strip club, so I'm in a particularly chatty and depressed mood. I will be spending most of my time talking to this young woman stuck in the window seat next to me, pretending to be interested in what she's saying while undressing her with my mind after about hour two when she catches on to my creepiness uh please be aware that i may venture out for short conversations with anyone with an earshot so uh i will most definitely be hitting on the flight attendants and likely make them more impatient more quickly so everybody just uh be aware of that and sit back and relax and, and enjoy the ride ladies and gentlemen hello i'm a four year old child on one of the first flights i'm aware enough to remember I'm sitting right in the middle of the plane and my parents are currently in an intense fight. As a result, I will be spending most of the flight screaming my lungs out and pretending to be scared or uncomfortable on the plane. Well, really, I just want my parents to focus on me rather than on their own fighting. I will nap for about 20 minutes mid-flight just long enough for you to forget about the piercing sounds of my cries, but rest assured that when I wake up, I will have more energy to spend the rest of the flight crying incessantly. So everybody be ready for that, and sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the sad-looking woman you passed in first class who was already on her second in-flight glass of wine when you began boarding. I will be spending most of flight glaring and judging all the loud people in the rows behind me. And I'm going to be angrily asking the flight attendant if she can fix problems we both know that she has no control over. I will continually be mad at her for not fixing those problems when really I just, I want her to be fixing my own problems. I will begin crying towards the end of let's say hour two and will have completely passed out by the end of the flight. I will be difficult to wake when we arrive in Houston. And once I am woken up, I will be even angrier than before. So be ready for that and sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. What's up, y'all? My name is Shaquanta. I'm about to tell all y'all how this flight is actually gonna go down. I'm gonna stand up whenever the hell I please and not listen to that stupid seatbelt sign. I don't care if it's lit. I don't care. I'm gonna stand when I want to stand. I'm gonna talk real loud to my girlfriend on Skype because I bought the in-flight Wi-Fi and I gotta catch up on what happened with my girls last night. I'm gonna be asking all y'all for your extra snacks because um, when you on a flight like this, you can just choose your snacks. But if you ain't gonna eat it, I'm gonna eat it. So I'm gonna be asking you if I can have and i'm gonna get up and do a little dance while flirting loudly with that cute boy in aisle 23c so you know sit back relax and enjoy your ass Bill Gates is offering a $100,000 startup grant with the possibility of $1 million in funding to improve condoms. Bill's wife, Melinda, is willing to put up the same amount of grant money if anyone can effectively explain to her husband how sex actually works. A new study shows that the size of a man's penis is actually a very important determinant of what women will find attractive in an overall mate. This study was obviously conducted by a bunch of male scientists because absolutely no women on Earth are surprised. A man accidentally shot himself in the head at an NRA-sponsored NASCAR event. When responding to the tragedy, the NRA stood firm with its previous stances, saying, We still do not believe guns kill people. Idiots do. And they usually only kill themselves. Lauren Hill, who is already embroiled in deep tax problems, has just been served an eviction notice. As a huge fan, I would love to help the singer out any way I can. But as a white person, she wouldn't let me anyway. New Hampshire State Representative Peter Hansen referred to women as vaginas during a gun regulation debate. To be fair, the man's name is Hansen, so he's pale and awkward. He's a big gun supporter, so he's terrified of others and mistrusting. And he's a conservative male politician, so he's never actually had a meaningful conversation with a woman in his life. So you got to cut the guy some slack for that. Come on. Sweden's largest eating disorder clinic is having trouble with modeling scouts congregating outside its doors to recruit women. The scouts responded that they're not just looking for emaciated women who will become supermodels and therefore perpetuate women having negative body issues and self-esteem problems around the world. They're also looking for weak women they can manipulate into sleeping with them. Olympian and newfangled reality TV star Ryan Lochte's dim-witted answers left two Philadelphia morning TV anchors in hysterics in a new viral video. When Lochte watched the footage of the anchors making fun of him, he laughed along and then he said he felt sorry for the idiot that they were laughing at. Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphries have finally reached a divorce settlement, meaning her child with Kanye West will not be a bastard in the traditional sense of the word, only in the fact that both of its parents are terrible, terrible people. Hi, folks. Constantine Trellix here, your resident podcast motivationalist speaker. And this week, I'm going to give you some advice on how to be a better and more efficient traveler. Now, we all know there are lots of ways of traveling around this crazy world. So I'm just going to focus on how to be a better traveler when you have to fly. It's no secret that in a post-9-11 world, air travel can be a really nerve-wracking experience for everyone involved. Security is heightened, people are more worried about the behaviors of those around them, and even the bathrooms seem colder than they were 12 years ago, don't they? Now, I believe in order to get the best experience possible on any flight anymore, you have to be completely honest with everyone around you. Here's what I mean by that. I mean that if you're a nervous flyer and you're sweating profusely, immediately make friends with anyone sitting near you and talk to them. Be honest and open and tell them that you're terrified of flying and whatever fears you may have in your mind. Are you afraid of engine failure? Tell the stranger why you believe the engines might fail. If you've read news stories that have specific knowledge of why the engines could fail, or perhaps you have personal stories of your own near-death premonitions, or whatever it is, just share those with that stranger too. You want them to know that this is an honest fear that comes from the core of you. Did you just see an episode of Breaking Bad where the air traffic controller accidentally makes the two planes crash because he's having a really rough day, and you're afraid that that could happen to you too? Talk about it with the strangers around you. I think you'll be surprised and delighted at how open people are to listening to the worries of others. And of course, if you're scared that there could be a terrorist attack on the plane, talk to your new friends about your fears. It's very important, however, when you do this, that you emphasize repeatedly that you are not a terrorist and you're not going to attack the plane, but that it's totally within the realm of possibility that somebody could attack this plane, and no one will ever make it off the flight. Once you've talked your way through these problems with those around you, I think you'll find that your chattering mind will calm down for the rest of the flight. And if you find that the people around you are a bit more nervous than they were beforehand, well, that's great news for you. That means you can take a nap and rest easy knowing someone else will be awake to scream just in case some terrible things go down. So be way too open and way too honest when you're flying. And the world will love you for it. That's the show, friends. That is planes, trains, and automobiles. And if, uh, I don't know if this mic just picked up, there's a lot of truck action happening right outside my apartment. So even more, oh, hey, do you hear that? That's, uh, that's little kid next door. And he's crying, which is what he does. Best. Anyway, friends, thank you very much for listening. Okay, I have to share a story. This is very exciting to me. Last night, I went to this live show called Funny Because It's True, which is also in podcast form, and it's a storytelling show. And afterwards, I was talking to some of the people that were telling stories, and I happened to get talking to this girl whose name is Rainey O'Brien, and I mentioned, uh, I don't know, subtly or not so subtly, about Femoir, my show, and this podcast that you're currently listening to right now, and get this! friends, Rainey O'Brien has listened to Femoir. She had it on her podcast. She was a subscriber. I nearly, I mean, I nearly pooped my pants. I did. Uh, and I think I creeped her out because I kept hugging her. I was like, I need to, can I hug you? Like, thank you for Doing that, so it was very exciting, and uh, hopefully she'll continue to listen to these. She'd only listened to the first one or two—I don't, one maybe—and so I was like, they've gotten different. I don't know if they're better, uh, but they're different now. So uh, you know, hopefully she'll continue to listen. So hey, Rainy, if you're listening, and hi to everyone else who I know has been listening consistently, and I do appreciate the feedback. Like Mike Sauce gave me a great Twitter feedback the other day. Thank you, Mike, for that. So we're getting some feedback. This is not always all done in a vacuum, though sometimes it feels like that. But the internet feels like a giant vacuum of time, energy, and uh, self-esteem. So uh, anyway, please uh, tell your friends about this podcast if you are listening. Make them a friend of FEMOIR because if I ever meet them, I will freak out and they will get free hugs. So listen to FEMOIR and you get free hugs. We all could use a free hug don't act like you couldn't use a free hug and I'm a hugger so I'm a really great hugger Uh, so I highly suggest you allow one of your friends to get a hug from me by having them listen to this podcast As always, you can check out more information is at femoir.com. We're on Twitter and, you know, iTunes and Comedy Podcast Network, All Top, Stitcher, Smart Radio, all these different ways of listening to us. And also, a new schedule is up under live on the femoir.com page. New schedule of upcoming themes, and those get changed around when necessary. And so we have lots of fun with this. Every other Wednesday, a new episode comes up. And again, if you are a subscriber who I've never met before, I will freak out if I meet you like I did with Rainy O'Brien. Anyway, friends, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye! (laughs) that's just that's just well what happened is that's just poorly written like what happened is i wrote it bad see i wrote it bad so now i'm fixing the way it's written so that i can say make it sound better so I, i wrote it bad but now i'm writing it better and so it'll sound better so i'm gonna try it again now